Okay, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, depending on what time you were listening to this podcast. This is episode one of the Diabetes Show. I am your host, Riley Williams, and let's just jump right into this. Um, I used to do a podcast called The Big Hunt Diabetes Show, very different tone from what this show will be about. Um, this show is much more oriented towards the health and fitness side. Um, it's talking about my life with type 1 diabetes and just everything that I've been through. And then also eventually I would like to get some small business owners on there because I know a lot of people who want to start businesses, including myself, but like have no idea where to start and have no idea what to do, who to reach out to, and just like have some questions with what they've been through as a small business owner with their highs, their lows, how to start, um, how to keep going when it gets really hard and just any other question that people might have. Um, would also like this podcast to be, if you have a question, feel free to DM me um, at the Diabetes Show on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, um, a little bit about me. Um, as I said, I had a podcast in the past. Um, starting this one now, I'm 24. I'm a recent graduate of Portland State. I have a degree in applied health and fitness. So I feel like I have some qualification to talk about health and fitness. I also plan on going back and getting my master's in nutrition. So I also feel like can talk about that and be pretty confident in the stuff I'm talking about. But uh, today's episode is actually about my diabetes and my bodybuilding past. I've done two bodybuilding preps. Uh, I do men's physique. And I just want to talk about competing in general, competing with diabetes some of the nasty stuff that comes with competing that people don't want to talk about and just really what entails and like what goes into a prep. So the first thing I want to talk about is actually for anyone, not just if you have diabetes and you're prepping, but just in general. And that's like three, three important tips that I think everyone should make sure they have done before they do a prep. And I get it. Like, I'm an amateur. I've only done two shows, but I think you do ask like, even a lot of top level pros, top level amateurs, they would say the same thing. And number one is hire a coach. I think most people should always hire a coach for every show, no matter what. I mean, some people get away with self-prepping themselves and they look fantastic, but I know a lot of the times people will self-prep themselves and you start playing this game where you get you get nervous and you start second guessing. You're looking in the mirror, you're just like, ah, oh, am I dry enough? How am I looking conditioning wise? And like, am I full enough at the same time? Like, oh, do I need to do I need a refeed? Like this, then all the other things that like a coach should be worrying about, not you, because you already have enough on your plate when you're doing cardio, when you're training. Most people, bodybuilding is not their full-time job. Like, so you have a job, family, friends, relationship, and just shit you gotta do. And like having a coach makes that that stress of like worrying about your diet, your training, all that stuff. It's out the door. You, 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 you trust the plan. You hire the guy that you believe in. Um, you should be fine most of the time. Uh, that's in terms of like doing research on a coach. Um, make sure you do your research, make sure you do your research on the show and then see how that, that coaches athletes are coming in. Are they coming in in shape? Are they coming in full? Are they coming in in a way that you feel like you could be successful on stage? And um, in my situation relating to my diabetes, I had my first ever coach. He had type 1 diabetes. And this will jump us in 
to our second topic, and that's mood and energy during prep. And then I'll talk about my diabetes with that. But my first coach had diabetes and my second didn't. And most people, your first rep is going to be super hard. Both my preps were hard. Preps, prep should never be easy. It should always be to grind every day, day in, day out. You got your shit that you got to do, and it's going to be a grind. But having someone who really understands your body, and especially in my case, someone who also had diabetes and can get what I'm going through made all the world's difference in terms of my energy and just how I felt on prep. And the second guy, I'm just taking no shots of him. Like he, I was peeled. I looked great. Like could have been a little bit more fuller, could have done a lot of things like the past, the past. But my first coach, he had diabetes. And this is the guy who's also prepping me for my next show. Um, you know, being able to relate to me is a big thing and like understanding what's, what's going on in my body, especially when you're diabetic and you just get low blood sugar and like, like knowing what to do or knowing like how to prevent that from happening as best as you can. And then talking with me, at least my first coach talked a lot with me about my insulin to carb ratio, which is something I'll also touch on in prep and how important that is with your diabetes. So that was a big thing. And in terms of like just overall mood and energy, um, my diabetes plays a great factor in that. There would be times where I would be such a zombie that I just thought it was prep kicking my ass. When at times I would definitely have low blood sugar. And some of the scariest times happened, both preps has definitely happened. Going hypoglycemic or getting low blood or aka getting low blood sugar while I'd be like walking on the treadmill and like just having this feeling when I'm gonna pass out, but I'm just like fucking I'm not gonna stop. It's something that like is not very safe looking back at it. And should have never done that. Should have just hit the stop button on the treadmill, got off and eating a banana or eating a rice cake or whatever to make sure I wouldn't go hypo. And I did that plenty of times. Usually, thank God it was in the morning right before I would go eat breakfast. So like both my preps, I didn't have to go very far driving to the gym or like I would just walk in my apartment. So I could just walk right upstairs and I'd be fine. I'd go eat. But like it's it's scary, scary stuff. It's scary, scary stuff. And most people like, especially if you talk to anyone who's like a high high level competitor, like even though they're not diabetic, they're taking insulin. So like they're, they're messing with their blood sugar levels and like you get people going hypo or you're just sweating, you feel like you're going to pass out. Like it's just, it's a really dangerous, dangerous game. So touching on the insulin to carb ratio as a diabetic and my insulin resistance. Um, so in general, the bigger you are, the more body fat, the more weight you have on your body, you are more resistant to insulin, meaning like when your body shoots out insulin, your body's just rejecting it. So you have high blood sugar, which is why people get type 2 diabetes. And um, in my case, I can't get type 2 diabetes because I have type 1, but in my case, um, paying attention to how I'm responding to insulin was a big thing. And the difference between my first and my second prep in terms of my blood sugars was my first prep was money my a1c was the best it ever was like i had five or six high blood sugars the whole time in a, in a three-month span and my a1c when i went to my doctor was fantastic after my second prep 
or during my second prep. Um, I'll touch on this too, because anabolics definitely had a big role to play in that. But um, my second prep, there would be days where sometimes I'd be at like 250, 300 all day. Or like sometimes I would be low in the morning right before I'd start doing my cardio. I'd be like right around it, but I wouldn't feel it because you're just a zombie. And then there'd be days where I'd wake up high. I'd stay relatively high. I'd shoot up right after I ate a meal. It'd just be, it was just so random. And like, that's when I like, I would drop again, like while I was doing cardio and it was just like, it's a very scary thing. Like, and I control my insulin too. So like, you're, you're like thinking like, I was diligent with my tracking of like how many units I was taking at what meal, what day, like that's how meticulous you will get in prep and how meticulous I was getting and still wasn't doing any justice to my one C and my blood sugar. Um, largely now due to talking about this and that's anabolics. And I'm just going to touch on how it affected my diabetes and then how it affected me and my experiences of little bit of my thoughts on it um my first prep i did two compounds for about six weeks literally nothing touched literally nothing didn't go on my first real big boy cycle until after that and even when i did my first like big boy cycle which was um i was 22 then 21 then yeah 21 um my blood sugar wasn't bad by any means. And then my first like large, large, like what a lot of people who are on the circuit take was going in my second prep. That's where we started introducing some, some scarier compounds. And it was a lot. It really was the big reason probably why my blood sugar would fluctuate is just due to these compounds and my body was like responding great to them in terms of like, me staying full, me putting on muscle, me getting shredded and all, all those things. It was great. Like responded pretty well. Like I respond pretty well to anabolics, but the scary part was mm, my diabetes was getting affected by it. And like my blood sugars were just wonky all over the place. And like, I almost thought after like I finished the show or even halfway through the prep, I was like, I should just pull out now. Like, I would have days where I would have high blood sugar all day and it'd be really scary because I just have this headache all day or like, I just feel like off all day. And I just feel like my, like my heart would start racing. It was terrible, terrible. Or there's days where during those depletion days, and that's, that's not even due to the steroids. That's due to just diabetes and lack of food where I'd have like low blood sugar all day. And I'd just be walking around extra like a zombie. So anabolics are something that. Sadly, they are a part of bodybuilding, but in my opinion, for all of you who think that, oh, I should just do it because I'm trying to look good, or, oh, I should just do it for X, Y, or Z, there is no point, literally no point in doing it, unless it is for a reason like bodybuilding, where the goal is to be as big, as lean, and just as freaky looking as possible. Or you're a strongman or a power lifter or crossfitter where you need to be strong, you need to recover faster, you need for that. Like it's illegal in professional sports, so but I'm sure athletes get away with it all the time. But if you're just an everyday person who feels like they could benefit from it, go get your levels checked. 
And if you feel like you might have low T, maybe you can go to a TRT clinic. Um, I'm not a doctor, so don't take anything I say to heart. You have to do what's best for your body at the end of the day. But from my background in trying anabolics, it's a really, it beats up on your body. Beats up on your body. It is not worth it to just stay on it all the time and just blast it all the time. And you may think, yeah, I look fucking sweet at the gym and I look fucking sweet in normal clothes. But like, unless you're going to compete, there's no real, there's no real value in it. And just you're better off just like not doing steroids and staying natty and you can still make a lot of improvements. Yeah, your gains come a lot quicker on anabolics, but like at the end of the day, it's also not as big of an equation as people like to think. Um, it's mostly your training, your diet, your sleep quality. Um, then you get down to progressive overload, things like things of that nature, what you're actually doing in the gym, your exercise selection, your mobility, your stretching, things like that. Like anabolics play like such like a little, I would say, in my opinion, depending on how much of a responder you are to also plays a factor. Because for some people it can be like it plays 5% of the equation. For some people, it'd be like as much as like 10, 15, maybe even for how much of a role anabolics is playing. So, but at the end of the day, you have to pick what you feel is best for your body and what you want to do. And um, getting into the darker side of it, because a lot of people don't like to talk about this, but I will. Um, besides it messing with my diabetes to an extent, there was also some other stuff it was doing. Not so much during prep. Like my body was pretty healthy during prep, minus the blood sugar sometimes being out of whack, but got that under control at like five, six weeks out where it was just like pretty short numbers all across the board. Um, the scary part is the people is like blasting it afterwards. And I will take the famous compound of trying and talk about my experience with that and what it was doing to my body when I was on it for too long after prep. Um, I had went back to work and I was working a job where I had to walk around a lot, which wasn't helping, but like, I would just, it was starting to just destroy my energy. Like I would get home, just lay on my bed, not really do much, just prep my food, sleep most of the time when I wasn't at the gym or at work. And it was also giving me, and the worst part, it was doing two things, three things actually. It was giving me like such severe water retention that like I could press into my legs and like it would just feel like, like a, fucking like waterbed on my legs because like I'd be holding so much water and it'd be like all in my legs and then like some nights it would uh reduce down and other nights like I'd wake up and my my shit would still be swollen and like it started just killing my knees sort of killing my ankles like I couldn't like do legs for like two or three weeks because it was so bad and like I was just going like like even doing like a leg extension was like oh my god this hurts so bad so that was one thing Two, another physical thing was hair. My hair started thinning so incredibly bad. And it was terrible. I hated it. I was wearing a hat all the time because like I was honestly just like I would like take a shower and like wash my hair and I'd be losing like chunks of my like not chunks, but like a lot of like hair was coming off. And I was like, oh, this isn't normal. And then three, the smell, you get this disgusting smell when you're on, especially from trying, you get this disgusting smell. 
they're not too long. And a lot of these, and a lot of these compounds will have their side effects. And like, if you're on it too long, you're going to get those side effects. So, and also another thing that people won't talk about is your mental health. Like it really does start making you think differently. It really does make you start to feel differently. Like it's a, it's a different hormone that you don't naturally produce most of the time. Mice test um, that you're willingly putting in your body to, you know, mix up your chemical makeup. And so like, you're going to have these, like I had some deep, deep, dark thoughts. And I was like, the minute I got off it though, that's fine. I was like, Oh, I feel like I would have had like, Oh, like it's scary. And that's why it also goes back to the point of like, not just being in prep, but like bodybuilding period, like how to be a strong minded person. Um, because you know, it's a mental, mental grind. It's a mental, mental grind, but take away from that last part, be safe. Be safe with your anabolics. And honestly, unless you're going to do a show, don't fucking do them. Don't fucking do them. Like, unless your goal is to be a pro, there's there's no real point. But that is episode one of the Diabetes Show. I appreciate you all listening. Stay tuned for next week for episode two.